father-in-law who turned 90 years second March and uh, I'm looking at their marriage is 60 years and I'm looking at my mother-in-law 86 years and granted the fact that in 1972 he had a fatal accident of a rock a rock blasted and landed on his head and he was in coma for nearly one year how did he get healed how did he get healed uh, prayer prayer the family the children prayer mama Rita was 10 years old at that time uh, the accident devastated their home uh, the father was out of work the mother had to do several jobs including selling bread sugarcane charcoal this and that to be able to find and to be able to provide for the family while the man was in coma, the doctor who was taking care of him is a Muslim. And then he had a dream. In the dream, he saw Jesus. And Jesus was telling him, open this medical book. Open to this page. You will see some medications described over there. Apply those medications to your patient. You will get out of coma. So when he woke up, he saw that, oh, it was a dream. He went to fetch the book. And then when he opened and then he saw those medications prescribed. He went to hospital and applied the medication to my father-in-law. Six months of coma was over. Are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping? Come on. <laughs> and when I see the man who should have died, and, uh, today there's some of the family members who were here. And then they said, when the accident took place, Getting a vehicle to take him to hospital was, was, was a tug of war. For six hours, there was a truck parked at the quarry where the blast took place. And they were looking for the keys of the uh, truck. They couldn't find the, 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 the keys. So they took uh, the key of a uh, sardine. The key that they used to open uh, sardine canned fish. They sharpen, you know, somewhere the tip of it, and then they put it in the ignition, and then they ignited. That's how they were able to send him to hospital. See, sometimes when the devil is after your life to destroy you, you have no reason, you don't know why, until you hear the sermon which I have entitled The Blessing of Long Life. The Blessing of Long Life. Long life is a blessing from God and apart from uh, uh, what the sciences tell us how you can live long uh, eat well, eat fruit eat vegetables, exercise sleep well uh, take good care of yourself uh, those are sciences praise God, we follow the science but today more than following science we want to follow realities long life is a blessing that comes from God I'll tell you a story. So, this guy was in my dormitory when we were in school, secondary school. And you know, secondary school, uh, the dormitory is made up of seniors uh, from upper six to lower six to form five, three, everybody, form one. And when you are in form one, you are dormitory, you are a messenger. You will be running errand for every senior. <laughs> Washing for the seniors, ironing their clothes. Oh, boarding school. So, this guy was in my, in my dormitory. And when 
he opened his chop box. The chop box, the chop box is the box where you have the groceries and your provisions, your your canned fish, your corned beef, your your gari, your shito, and then other things. When the guy opened his chop box, you know that yes, there is a father in his house. You notice, you know that yes, he's coming from a home. Full box. Then one time during the holidays, he lost his father. And when he lost his father, when he came back to school and you saw his chop box, you will know that his father was dead. Poverty. The boy couldn't handle the difficulty and the challenge. His academic performance started dropping, dropping, dropping. And then when you become sex vulnerable, Anybody that stretches a hand of fellowship, you accept. And when you are vulnerable like that, uh, the senior boys took advantage. The weed smokers in the, every body school has some cigarette smokers, weed smokers, womanizers, some bad boys from homes. They recruit, the, the, you know, other smaller ones. For the girls, it's lesbianism. Uh, the senior girls will recruit the junior girls and then do all kinds of things. In the same way, the boys' dormitory also. The senior boys will, will recruit you. And then they will teach you how to smoke, you know, and so on and so forth. This boy was recruited. He started smoking Indian hemp. And ladies and gentlemen, that was the end of his life. The absence of his father, the death of his father. That is why today, as I share with you from Isaiah chapter number 65, uh, and I invoke verses number 20, 21, 22, 23. If I'm able to do that, it will be enough. This service will be over. And I can go and have my peace and my, my afternoon, my lunch. First background to Isaiah chapter 65. So, Isaiah in 65, that's the last but one chapter. Isaiah will be ending his ministry in chapter number 66. And uh, from chapter 1, Isaiah had been confronting the Jewish people. They are apostasy. They had committed apostasy. They had forsaken their God. They had broken the law of God. And were worshipping idol, idols and so on. As a result of which, some of them had been sent to exile. And Isaiah was meeting them head to head, shoulder to shoulder, rebuke to rebuke. And then getting towards the end of chapter 66, in 65, Isaiah began, God then told Isaiah, Isaiah, you know what? The type of earth that I really wanted to create and to have, it's not the one that these people are occupying now. The earth where people just die, the earth where people are living in sin, people are committing apostasy, people are worshipping idols. That's not my idea, earth. My idea, the ideal earth that I wanted to create is the one that I'm about to talk to you now in verse number 20. No more shall an infant from there live but a few days. No infant, in other words, nobody will die a child. The kind of standard blessing and earth that I'm looking at. Nor an old man who has not fulfilled his days. Any old man who has not fulfilled his days will not die. That is, that is my ideal standard of earth. You know why you are not clapping? Because you are not clapping because some 23 year old died. I'm not after those ones. I, I don't know why those people will be dying 23 and 28, 30 and I don't care about that. They are not my standard. This is my standard. 
As for why they died very early, the Bible said the secret things belong to God. One day, one day, when we go to heaven, we will know. But I am telling you what I have seen. I have seen a man who is 90 years. That is my desire. I have seen a man who died and rose again. That is my desire. So as for those who died early, we will understand. Later. Am I blessing somebody with long life? Yes. Clap your hands and say, Lord. Lord. Long life. Long life. Hey, I didn't hear you clap your hands again and shout, Lord, give me long life. Lord, give me long life. Hey, Madam Sherry, until you see your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren, you are going nowhere. Yes. Are you clapping or you are doing something like Some 25 years ago, they started publishing this woman's name that she had died. And then the newspapers, every, her enemies, they said she had died of cancer. So, I, <laughs> a certain cousin of hers came to see me. And then the cousin said, Apostle General, they are trying to kill my auntie. I said, who is she? They said, uh, they mentioned her name. I said, hey, that powerful woman, hey, those were the uh, NDC, uh, uh, PNDC days, rolling time. Hey, this woman, powerful. Hey! She is very humble. The gospel has humbled her. Jesus, Jesus has made her who she is now. Hey! Those were times. So I said, hey. Okay, so give me her phone number. So I called. And then when I called her, she was in hospital. Then I just prayed on phone with her. And I told her, she's being checked out of hospital. Ladies and gentlemen, she was checked out of hospital. And then she traveled uh, uh, to UK. And then she told me she was in UK. And then I was in UK. And I went to visit her. And I told her, you are bouncing back to politics. And you do more politics than before. And you get more positions and posts in this nation than before. Stay by the altar. Stay in the realms of prayer. And stay in the realms of the spirit. That's it. She kept the word. And that's the woman sitting here today. What they said was killing her. We don't know where that thing passed. May the Lord flash any disease out of your body. In the name of Jesus. Oh, some of you want to be buried very early. Clap your hands and say anything. Anything. That wants to bury me. That wants to bury me. Die. Die. By fire. By fire. Clap your hands and make a joyful noise and a shout. Yes. And bless God for your mother. Yes. Bless God for your daddy. Yes. Bless God for your auntie. Yes. Those who are sick in the hospital. Yes. The hand of the Lord is reaching out to them. Right now. Clap your hands and say long life. Long Long life, long life, long life, long, long life, life. Give me the text. Give me the text. Give me the text. Today I will just prophesy. Woman, you are pregnant, eh? You will deliver your baby. Amen. And you yourself will be delivered. Amen. Hallelujah. The doctors will tell you something, and I want God to tell you. God is telling you before. They will say you are anemic, you are short of blood, and so on. But that one God has already told you. So when you hear it, don't be afraid. You will deliver. Jesus. And you'll be delivered. Amen. 
Clap you your hands. The covenant keeping God. Come on, lift up your voice. I say, You are the covenant keeping God. Give me that dance. Give me that dance. Give me that dance. Yahweh, the covenant keeping God. Shout Shall an infant from there live but a few days? Nor an old man who has not fulfilled his days. For the child shall die 100 years old. I reserve it. But the sinner being 100 years old. She, he wasn't in the first service. He was in the first service. He would have given me an IV. The one who handed over to her didn't tell her what she must do. Read with a loud voice. Never again will there be in it, in the new earth that I'm, I am looking at, the standard earth. An infant who's, who lives but a few days. Or an old man who does not live out his years. The one who dies at 100 will be taught a mere child. And the one who fails to reach a 100 will be considered a cursed. In other words, the standard God is <laughs> looking at if your life does not cross 100 years, they say you are cursed. So you must cross 100 years to be in the blessing of God. I Long it. life is a blessing. I receive it. No, no, increase that clap offering because you won't die like your grandfather. Amen. You won't die like your grandmother. Amen. You won't die like others who have died. Amen. Clap your hands and scream. Long life. Long life. Oh. I didn't hear you scream again. I say, Long, long life. Life. Hallelujah. That's Wanda sitting there. Is that Wanda? Are you from the US? Okay. There's, there's somebody who, who is in a service from, I think she must be outside or something. I visited the US and she said, Apostle General, I'm sick. I'm sick. I said, People get sick in America. I thought they only in Ghana. So, so Apostle, you know, the doctors don't know what is wrong with me. I said, Jesus knows what is wrong with you. I invoke the word of God. Come on. And I said, you are living. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, 10 years down the line, if you see here, you will know that God has blessed her. Come on now. I, are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping? Increase that clap offering in the name of Jesus. The one who dies before 100 will be considered a curse. <laughs> Verse number 21. Verse number 21. Now, I like 21 in the, in the New King James. In the New King James. Give me 21 in the New King James. They shall build houses and inhabit them. I receive it. They shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. I receive it. Hitherto, the earth that God is wiping away. It's an earth where you build and they kill you and somebody comes into your house. God said that thing will not happen again. Amen. You plant a vineyard and nobody will inherit it. In other words, you will not work and make money in the bank account for you to die and for somebody to come inherit you. Clap your hands and say it will not happen. It will not happen. No. You are not serious. Say it will not happen. It will not happen. Come on, clap your hands and preach with me. I say it will not. It happen. Say amen. Amen. In other words, here is what will happen. You work, you enjoy your money. I receive it. 
you build, you stay in your house. I reserve it. Are you aware that there are some tribes in Ghana here? When you marry from that tribe, pray that your husband doesn't die. I'm talking to the women here now. There are some tribes. Your husband must not die. It doesn't matter the circumstances of his death. Whether he dies naturally or not, that soon as he dies, the following day, family head will come to your house. Uh, Madam, you and your children, can you park and go and stay in your mother's house? We want to take inventory of the house and make sure that everything is kept here until the barrier. You won't see the house again. You built. Somebody is coming to stay in it. Clap your hands in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say it will not happen. It will not happen. Under my watch. Under my watch. Clap your hands and shout yes. Yes. If you are daughter of Apostle General, read my lips. And your husband passes to glory. And you sit down and you allow some family members to come and drive you from the house. Then you are not my daughter. You are not my daughter. When they come and they say they want the keys. You say, oh, you want the keys. Okay, I'm coming. Go to your bedroom. Make, make sure that you prepare a very sharp cutlass. <laughs> and say, you want the key. Wait, I'm coming. Come out of the room with some macho men with a cutlass. Say, if you don't live here. When we were suffering, where were you? When we were building, where were you? And then call them Isaiah chapter 65. Say the spirit of the Lord. You will build your houses and you will live in your houses. I receive it. Your vineyard, you will enjoy your vineyard. I receive it. You enjoy the works of your hand. I receive it. You will never work for somebody, a family member to come and enjoy. I receive it. Clap your hands and shout. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Clap your hands and shout. Yes. Yes. So if you're a man over here, please from here, make sure that your wife's name is in the joint account. Make sure that your wife's name is in the car papers. Your wife's name is on the building uh, papers. Everything you and your wife, let your names be there. So that when family people come, they know that you don't own the thing alone. You own it jointly. Am I blessing some young people over here? Yes. Your insurance policy and your pension policy, the nurse of kin is your wife. The nurse of kin is your husband. If you, by the grace of God, you have started having children, the nurse of kin, put your baby child over there. If your child is six years, the law requires that the money will be kept until she's 18 or he's 18. When you talk, when you come on now. I, I want to deal with some evil forces. Those who are monitoring you in spirit, and they want to kill you so they will take your property. Clap your hands and say it will not happen. It will not happen. Say it, it will not happen. It will not happen. Let the devil hear you and shout it will not happen. It will not happen. Say I will not work. I will not work. And somebody will enjoy. And somebody will enjoy. I will enjoy. I will enjoy the fruit. The fruit of my labor. Of my labor. Make a joyful noise and shout. Who can take your place? You deserve the highest praise. Say you alone. You. Yeah. Yeah. 22 We give up the We say 
another man inhabit. They shall not plant and another man eat. For as the days of a tree, so shall be the days of my people. I receive it. And my elect shall live long and enjoy the work of their. I receive it. Those who are praying that I should die, they should suspend their prayer. Why? Because I will not die now. You are not dying. I am going 100 plus. Yes. For in the new earth, yes. anybody who dies before 100 yes. must be considered a curse. Jesus. But I am not cursed. Yes. I am blessed of the yes. Lord. Blessing, long life is a blessing. Yes. Before the mother is demanding money, mommy, give me money. The mommy says, I'll give you, I'll give you. Now, you be, look, look at what you have done to yourself. Look at what you have done to yourself. <laughs> mommy, you won't give me. The boy will go inside and go and take a knife. And then you see the mother. Today, I don't have money, so I have a piece of cloth. Take the cloth, go and sell. The boy will take the cloth. He sold everything in the house, even louvers, louver blades. Oh, yeah. Shall I may the Lord not give you a son like that. Come to the altar with your children. Oh, I'm coming there right now. Go to the altar with your children. Build the fear of the Lord in your children. He will sell and remove lubber blades. The mother said to the sisters, the sisters had travel to America. They've all gone to marry. So the mother said, look, if you leave me here, this boy will kill me. So let me relocate. She relocated, never has never stepped in Ghana again. 
One day, Mama Rita met the sisters and said, And so, uh, your brother, he said, Since my mother left, we have not called to ask, How are you? Are you alive? So, uh, 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 Rita, we don't know whether he's alive or he's dead. We've left the house for him. He should, he should sell her and sell the roofing. He should sell the roof. Your children will not be children of misfortune. Amen. But I like also Psalm 91. I like Psalm 91 from verse number 14. And I'm interested in verse 16, but let me start from verse number 14. Psalm 91. Psalm 91. Now, Psalm 91 is talking about a certain righteous man whom the Lord blesses with long life. And the Lord gives the antecedents. What is it about this man that attracts long life? Number one, because he has set his love upon me. Because this man loves me. Therefore, I will deliver him and I will set him on high because he has known my name. Because he loves me and because he knows my name. Because he, he connects with my name. Now, verse number 15. He shall call upon me and I will answer him and I will be with him in trouble. And I'll deliver him and honor him. Now verse 16. That's where I like. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to take notice how longevity of life is associated with salvation. Salvation. Now this is the Old Testament salvation. And the word, the Hebrew word there is Yeshua. Which means to deliver from danger, to deliver from pain, and to deliver from evil. Yeshua, deliverance. Now, the reason why that salvation there is not like the New Testament salvation is because, number one, Jesus Christ had not been manifested at that time. Number two, the blood of Jesus Christ has not been shed. Number three, salvation by grace has not been endorsed. As it is in the New Testament where we now have salvation by grace. You just have to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, the cleansing of his blood, accept Jesus Christ, and automatically you are transferred from darkness to light. You become a child of God. That is salvation by grace under the New Dispensation, under the New Testament. In the Old Testament, the way you cleanse your sins was by providing a goat and a sheep and an animal. So you sin, you bring the goat to the priest, the priest will kill it, sprinkle the blood, burn it, your sacrifice, the smoke goes to heaven, your sins are forgiven. So, if you don't want to kill any more lamb, don't go and sin. But if you sin, you have to come back with another goat. You bring goat and sheep on the guy finish. If you get even your last pick, they will take a pick from you. That's how they receive salvation and forgiveness of sin under the Old Testament. And so, the Old Testament, when they say Yeshua, Deliverance from death, deliverance from danger, deliverance from pain. For them, salvation is actual physical deliverance. When you are living in tranquility and peace, that's salvation. When you have overcome poverty, that's salvation. When you are living in comfort, that's salvation. So, Jesus Christ... The author and the finisher of the New Testament salvation is also called Jesus. The Hebrew word is Yeshua. So you see that Jesus, even though gives you salvation, total salvation from darkness to light, from curse to blessing, Jesus also adds these same things that the people were looking for in the Old Testament. 
In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shone, and the darkness could not prevail, uh, prevail against it. As many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God. That whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. So even in Jesus Christ under the New Testament, there is some protection. There is some guarantee for your future. If you are clapping, give me a, give me a, give me a hard clap. Somebody clap your hands and say, I'm receiving revelation. I'm receiving revelation. Clap your hands and shout and say, I'm receiving the word. I'm receiving the word. So, so the fact that under the New Testament we are saved by grace does not mean that God leaves us alone to die in the hands of evil people for danger to swallow us. Even in Christ Jesus, He said, I am with you always. I send you like like, like, like sheep amongst wolves. But I'll protect you. You pick up serpents and you drink deadly and poisonous things. But in no way shall they harm you. So protection. I said hallelujah. Amen. With long life I will satisfy him with salvation. So ladies and gentlemen. Your salvation is the step. The first step to the path of long life. Oh, you didn't hear me. You know why you are not clapping? Can can I bring the message home? Can I bring it home? Those who wanted to kill you is too late because of your salvation. Yes. Clap your hands and say, devil. Devil. You should have killed me before. You should have killed me before. Now it's too late. Now it is too late. Because I am saved under the blood. Because I'm saved under the blood. I am protected under the blood. I am protected under the blood. I am hiding by an altar. I am hiding by an altar. And I am now in the covenant. And now I'm in the covenant. I am hiding in the dwelling place of Jehovah. I am hiding in the dwelling place of Jehovah. You can't touch me. You can't touch me. Oh, you are not serious. You can't touch me. You can't touch me. Let them hear you again. You you can't touch me. Say it aloud. You can't touch me. Bless them. Bless them. You bless can't touch them. me. You can't touch me. I'm walking in power. I'm walking miracles. I'm walking in miracles. I get the sower. It's too late. They should have killed you the time you were dancing for the devil. Now that you are dancing for Jesus, Jesus. it's too late. Hey, I'm a Socaria. David, it's too late. It's too late. Now you are hiding. Oh, Chief Affair, they should have killed you when you had caught baby. It is too late. Now it's too late. It's too late. <laughs> As for Papa, my son, they wanted to kill him with asthma. But but he had been born into covenant already. Come on now. The asthma came. And my body. I laid my hands. I said, asthma, it's too late. Get out. Get out. This one is anointed of God. Yes. He will preach the gospel and do God's work. Yes. Get out. Get out. And you are God coming again. Yes. And he said, gentlemen, that was the last day. I never saw the aspect of today. I'm walking power. I'm walking miracles. I need a life of favor. Because I know who I am. Come on, get up and go to somebody. I'm walking, walking power. power. I'm walking miracles. I need a life of favor. I give you long life. When you fell under that note, when they lifted you up, 
I saw something like a grave. And I saw you coming out of the grave. Jesus. If they did it in the spirit, we spoil it in the spirit. Yes. If they buried your glory in the spirit, we resurrect you in the spirit. Jesus. If they killed you in the spirit, we give you life in the spirit. I receive it. Clap your hands and shout, I receive it. I receive it. The blessing of long life. Oh, did you hear what I said? I said, don't worry about those who died young age. That one who has gone later. I am moved by the 90 years that I'm seeing here. Come on. He went to coma for one year. He survived. That's, that's my standard. That's my testimony. That's my motivation. Oh, increase that club offering. From today, if somebody dies very young, don't, don't gather and then ask questions. Oh, why did he, why did he die very young? Uh, 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 why? Why? Oh, he was a very good Christian. He, uh, he was very good. You know why you should not discuss? The more you discuss about that, the more you, you are being pushed towards that area. Because that's not the standard. God's standard is, is, is that if you die 100 years old, then you are cursed. <laughs> that's the standard. And then there's God's standard. He said, you will never die in your old age until you have fulfilled your years. Yes. Every one of you, you fulfill your assignment. I receive it. Somebody jump and say, I receive it. I receive it. Today, I won't go into science. I won't go into science. Uh, Eat fruit. Eat vegetables. Those, Those are... You should have learned that one in school. If you didn't learn it in school, and you continue your Gary and Banku, continue. I'm going to science. Keeping your environment clean. Devoid of mosquitoes. Or virus. Pandemic. I won't go into those areas. Those areas you went to school, they taught you. So follow the science. See, let me take you to University of Ohio. So, University of Ohio Medical School. Then they decided to study 2,000 people who had died. 2,000. Number one, they followed their files. Two, then they went to their homes to talk to their family people about the lifestyles of these people. And the two people who had died from ages 18, is it 21? 18, they're about 21, to 105. 105. And you know, these universities, when they are doing research, they do detail. Proper sampling. 2,000 dead people. What they noticed was that those who had a life of faith lived longest. Those who didn't have Faith in any God, but lived anyhow. They died very early. Twenty-three died. Drugs. Dirty. Abortion. 
90 something, 80 something, 100 were all persons of faith. Now, who are persons of faith? Persons of faith are those who believe in the presence and the existence of a supernatural divine personality. We call that personality God. Others will give him some names. The existence of a supreme, supernatural personality. You don't see him by his hands move. You don't see him, but you feel him moving in your life. They discovered that those people lived long or longest. So, the researchers were then curious. They said, okay, so what about their faith in this supreme being that makes that made them live long? Then they saw that number one, their faith in this God made them always confess positive things like my redeemer lives, my redeemer lives, my redeemer lives, my redeemer lives. I said, okay. That's why Job, in the midst of all the attacks, sicknesses, lost his family, lost his, his children, lost his cattle, everything. And Job's confession was just one. I know that my redeemer liveth. Tomorrow it shall be well. I know that my redeemer liveth. I know that my redeemer liveth. Job confessed it and confessed it until he got healed, until he got restored. And according to the researchers, people who have such faith become very secure. They are less depressed. They sleep peacefully because they know that there is a supernatural hand that is in control. The opposite. The opposite are those who don't have any God and their life all depends upon people earthly. David, can you imagine this? The girlfriend of a former interna- uh, 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 an international footballer. He plays football in Germany. The boy dumped her. Then she went and committed suicide. Why? Why? And you should see the girl. Pretty, pretty model. Pretty, beautiful girl. Because a popular footballer dumped her. People were laughing at her. So what? She has no connection to a superior being. She walked without any God in her life. Couple of years, another one happened at Kwame Krumah University of Science and Technology. A, a stupid boy dumped this girl and the girl went hanged him herself. In Ghana here. Somebody said, Chia. Chia. That's why, that's why Job was singing this song. I know my redeemer lives. Love of creation testify. And love within me cry. I know my redeemer lives. Come on, sing for me. I love that too. 
has also discovered. So our faith in this supreme being gives us hope and a reason to live. <laughs> when you have faith in this God, you don't go for poison. You don't drink poison. You don't die. Then the researchers also saw that there is nothing more gratifying and more soothing than to have a very hard week of pressure queries from the office your creditors are harassing you nothing is working you have just received a very bad interview result you've just been bounced from the embassy according to the researchers you can be so depressed that the only reason you were able to survive in the following week was because you came to church and when you came to church, the worship and the gratitude in the midst of your pain, according to them, is a healing bound. Oh, well, that day surprised me. So all along, Pastor Koma, when I'm worshiping God, I thought I was doing God favor. But now I know that when I'm worshiping God, I'm healing myself. No, no, increase that clap offering, I beg you. When you are worshipping God, you are removing toxins of pressure, of burden and pain. According to this one, I said today I'll put away Bible. Today we'll, we'll talk psychology. This one professes unbelievers. It took their time. 2,000 dead people. And here was the third thing they found about people of faith. They said also that they have discovered that when people of faith go into church, the messages of hope that they hear, the word of God heals them emotionally. It detoxifies you of the toxins of death, bad voices, giving up. That's why I said to you, the, the only reason why you have come this far, son, is because of the environment. The word. The, you come to church and somewhere, somehow, the atmosphere, the word, the power, and God keeps you for another week. See, 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 if I were you, I would ask Apostle Jerry, let's do week of the altar again. And when we do the week of the altar, from day first day to day 21, if we pray this prayer, say, Lord, long life and protection, please pray. Because long life is a blessing from God. <laughs> if we introduce one prayer topic from day one to day 21, please pray. 90 years. <laughs> Somebody who was soaked in blood. And was in coma for one year. Sometimes you, you, you take certain things for granted. Here's one of them. Because you haven't committed suicide, you are blaming the one who committed suicide. Don't blame him. Don't blame her. 
because you don't drink alcohol to solve your problems, you are blaming the one who drinks alcohol. Because you are not on drugs and you are not on Indian hemp, we to suppress your problem, you blame those who do it. It's because you have a spiritual solution of God's presence, your faith in God, the worship, the word. And your activities. They, they even said that people who volunteer to teach Sunday school, people who volunteer to sing in the choir, people who volunteer to ushers, to ushering, people who volunteer to do things in the house of God live longer. Which is why when you go to the Orthodox Church, the Catholic Anglican, you see old men and old women. You know why they are there? The church keeps them alive. Bible reading. You should see them on Sundays when they are coming to do Bible reading. Saturdays they go for rehearsal. And then on Sunday they look forward to going to read Bible. Those old men and those women. But for what they do in the house of the Lord, they would have been long dead. So you get to your community and then you hear that, oh, your next neighbor has committed suicide. And you ask him, why? Why would he commit suicide? Why? It's because he hasn't got what you have. He is not grounded and rooted in his God like you. That's why. Oh, suicide. The other one which is pathetic is mental depression. I meet people that I know I have grown with. <laughs> crunchy, crunchy. Even now we're TV, you know. I've been seeing you on TV, but crunchy. Hey, oh Jesus! I met one of them. I was preaching in the radio, and apparently he was listening to the radio, so he came to stand at the radio station waiting for me. As soon as I came out, <laughs> crunchy. When somebody calls you crunchy, it means that you grew together. You people, you dare not call me crunchy. Nonsense. You see what I'll do to you. Nonsense. <laughs> when he, when you see somebody call me crunchy, it means that uh, we grew together. You know, <laughs> crunchy. <laughs> Crunchy, you remember when we used to play football? Hey, Crunchy, you were a good footballer, footballer, footballer. <laughs> One day, you dribbled me, and the ball went into my laps, and I fell down on the ground. Oh, Crunchy, that time my bottles paid me. Ah, oh, Crunchy. Crunchy, I didn't know what he was talking about. Back was, you know, tears were in my eyes. The guy's depressed. Depressed, he's lost same area. And you know why I was crying? Because I could have also been smoking the same weed. I could have been smoking the weed with them. And they used to laugh at us, those of us who were not smoking the weed. Oh, mama ba, mama ba. And they'll call you some names that you want to prove something. Church, you are depressed. 
And when you come, the worship leader raises a song like this. Our strength, thy grace, our rule, thy word, our I've come to church when they raise a song like this, I don't feel like singing because I'm so depressed, I'm so stressed out I've gone through stuff so the first line, I don't sing properly, the second line I sing half half I I, I, I strength especially in these days of mask if you are not worshipping, nobody knows because the mask has covered your face in those days when there was no mask, I could be able to see your mouth that you are not singing. But these days, a lot of you are deceiving God. And then when you hear the tenor, but the worship leader doesn't give up. He goes the third round. By the third round, the spirit of the Lord starts ministering to you. Our strength,
problems. You know why they commit suicide? You don't know what you have. You don't know the presence. You don't know what the presence of God does. You don't know the word you have been hearing Sunday after Sunday. You don't know what this word has done. You are a doctor because of the word. You are a lawyer because of the word. You are a businessman because of the word. You are successful because of the word. Your marriage has been sustained by the word. Your life has been sustained. Your family has been sustained by the word. The day you cut yourself from the word, you are finished. You are finished. Long life and salvation will I give it to you. Because my love is upon you. And because you know my name. And because you call upon me. I will honor you. I will honor you. Today I want you to make a covenant with God. And the covenant is that Lord I will serve you all the days of my life. Because I will need this presence. I will need this gratitude. I will need this worship. I will need this faith. I will need this God all my life. From now to university, to national service, till you start your first work, till you finish SHS, till you marry, till you raise your first child, your second, your third, till your children go to university, till you start having grandchildren, all the days of your life, you will need this. You will need this. God and this faith. I want to stop here, but for the sake of these young people, the research also discovered that we live long because of certain lifestyles we have adopted. Lifestyles that they love us about. One lifestyle like don't engage in multiple sex with multiple women. Only your wife. People laugh at us. But according to the research, it gives us long life. Because the more women you sleep with, the more zinc you lose in your body. And the more zinc is out of your body, the more your body becomes weak and vulnerable to, at, to attract diseases and sicknesses. Another lifestyle they've been laughing at us, our non-alcoholic lifestyle, the fact that we don't drink alcohol. They've been laughing at us, but let them laugh. We who don't drink alcohol, our liver and our kidneys are peaceful and safe. Every human being, you have a quantity of alcohol in your body already. The kinky that you eat leaves alcohol in your body. It's enough. You don't need any more alcohol. Apart from the one you get from your kinky. They've been laughing at us. Our lifestyle, church, work. Apostle Jenna, my lifestyle is three. Church, meetings, business meetings. Me, I don't move keke. When Apostle Jenna sit in my car moving, then it means I'm going for a business that will bring me money. I don't walk by heart. If I move my car, it's business that will bring me money. If I move my car, then I'm coming to do my work here. Or I have an apostolic mission. 
and ask all the churches that are preached for. Ask them what Apostle General fails programs. Like they gather, they are waiting for me and I don't show up. Never. I don't do that. When people advertise me and the Apostle General is coming, I will be there. Ask my ammo bearers. Ask my ammo bearers. I don't fail programs. I don't, I don't joke with God's work. And then from their house, they are laughing at me. But this lifestyle, you know what that, this lifestyle has done for me, my daughter? This lifestyle saves me from problems. You can't accuse me of chasing prostitutes. You can't. It, 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 it will be a fallacy and a fake. You won't find me in, the, in these places for you even to accuse me. It saves me. Gives me peace. And then what? Volunteers, I said that already. The ushering and then singing the choir and so on. And, 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 and Auntie Sherry, funny. They said, a man who lives such lifestyle is a man that has peace. And when you have peace, you are not stressed out. Your pressure doesn't go up. You live long. And then, Apostle General, the other thing you find me, golf course, finished. And even the golf course, it's, it's a funny place. When you finish playing golf, the rich people, they now sit down and then they start drinking. As soon as I finish playing my golf, I change myself, I enter my car, I have my water in my car, my fruit in my car, I'm eating, I'm heading towards home. Because I don't even want to sit down when they are drinking alcohol and I'm drinking my Coca-Cola. Even the presence of their alcohol is contaminating me. So you see why I'm 61, but I'm looking very handsome. 